Hello, I'm Apostle Maria Brown, co-founder of Empowerment Prayer Outreach Ministry, located in Crowley, Texas, and you're listening to Waging War and Winning. God bless you, saints of God. It is always an honor and a privilege to be able to hold kingdom conversations with you and to touch and agree in prayer. Saints of God, this is the day that the Lord has made. And we will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. Now, over the last couple of weeks, saints of God, we've been talking about the fruit of the spirit and how it is important as a believer that we we work on our spiritual, our character, so we can become more God-like versus worldly. Um, I gave the uh, definition of the fruit of the spirit in terms of it is a something, a body or a matured, ripened, reproductive body of something that derives from a plant or let's take it even further, a seed. Likewise, when we're talking about the fruit of the spirit, we know that it's a singular word. It is one spirit. However, it is com- it is comprised of nine elements. And then we talked about the elements that over in the book of Galatians, chapter 5.22. And it, it gives us a description, actually, of what the fruit of the Spirit is. But prior to us understanding the Apostle Paul talking to the Church of Galatians about the fruit of the Spirit, he gave them a whole list of what the works or the flesh looks like. He talked about, you know, operating in the spirit of adultery, fornication, lootlessness, idolatry, sorcery, witchcraft, hatred, contention, jealousies, envy, strife, outbursts of wrath, all these things, selfish ambitions, decision, division, heresy, false teaching. He gave a whole list to the church of what the works of the flesh looks like. Then he went into said, but the fruit of the spirit is this. It is, it is long suffering. It is peace and love and joy. It's kindness. It's goodness. It's faithfulness. It's gentleness. It's self-control. And then he goes on to admonish them. Now, if we operate with then the fruit of the spirit, then we're not really under the law anywhere. In other words, there is no law that condemns us operating under the fruit of the spirit. But I wanted to talk to us today about as a believer, what our responsibility is in terms to working out our salvation and growing in the grace and the wisdom of God. You know, sometimes we get saved and we just stop right there. You know, I thank God for every soul that is coming into the kingdom. I thank God for every believer, a blood washed believer. I thank God for the body of Christ. But I don't want us to get stuck there. We have a responsibility, saints of God, to grow. Mm-hmm. We, it is imperative for us to grow. Look at this. Anything that is a living organism, if it doesn't grow, it becomes taunt, staunt in its walk. It becomes what we consider to be abrupt in its growth or retarded in its growth. And as and then it goes on, if, if it continues then death brings by, you know, we have a purpose and we all have a divine assignment. So in order for us to be able to fulfill our assignment in a successful way, it requires spiritual growth. 
This is why the apostle was admonishing the church. Now I need for you guys to lay aside this worldly behavior, all the things worse of the flesh. He was describing just a worldly behavior. The Bible tells us that we were born in sin and from our, in our, and from conception as we were conceived in our mother's womb in iniquity. So that means that we have, we come in this world taking on worldly behavior in order for us to be excluded from those worldly behaviors is going to require us as we give our life to Jesus Christ to work on those things by through fasting and prayer and getting into the word of God and renouncing those behaviors, those things that has the tendency to linger on and causes our character to be out of order, out of, out of contrary to what the word of God is for us and how we supposed to respond to adversity and people and things. And that requires something initiative as a believer we have to do. And then we were talking about the fruit of the spirit is literally having a godly a godly character, taking on a godly character. You know, I we talked about the elements. I just re- mentioned those briefly about the elements that in the Bible. We're talking about having that agape love, that true love, not a selective love where we pick and choose who we want to love. It is a agape love where it has no boundaries. Jesus Christ loved us all. John 3, 16 says, God so loved the world that he gave unto us the whole world. That means those that are not saved those who are saved those who are never give their life to him guess what he still loved them all unconditionally you know we find ourselves sometimes getting into little bitty opinions and arguments and spats over who's gonna live for the lord who's not or you know i don't like this group of people because they don't do what's right or i don't like this individual because they're doing something their lifestyle is not what the word of god says but you know the bible says we all sin have fallen short and come short of his glory and, and you know sometimes we get saved and we forget for where god has saved us from god wants us to exemplify the love of christ every every with every person no matter what they, I even had pastors to say and talk to me and say, well, they're not going to have certain people to come into their church because they live a certain lifestyle. My thing, brothers and sisters, that's not exemplifying the Christ, the love of God that God has for us. That's not how can any unbeliever actually, I mean, get saved if we shut the doors down on them. Okay. Now, Having a uh, uh, tolerance to certain behaviors in the house of God is totally different. But we should be able to open and extend our arms as Christ extended his hand out to us, to all people. Even apostles said, I become all things to all with the hope of winning one soul. If we shun people off, we, we, we can be that very person that God has entrusted to win them over. But if we spit them back out just because they don't agree with us and they're not doing what we think they should be doing, then we lose our witness. And that's happening all the time. So love, I mean, I think there's a reason why Apostle Paul put that first, that the fruit of the spirit is love and it's joy. You know, we walk around here complaining and murmuring, getting calls up in arguments and saying things and just acting just like the world indication that we have not been delivered. We have not been set free 
from the, the, the world's way of doing things. It is a process. And, and we say things and we do things that does not represent God. You know, you got to look at this. Jesus sat around sinners. He sat around all types of people. You remember the Pharisees and the Sadducees, those so-called religious people? They kind of ridiculed him and they questioned, why is he doing this? If he's the son of God, why is he hanging around these sinners? Jesus answered them with a profound answer. And it wasn't all super spiritual and deep. He said, listen, I did not come for those who are healed. I come for those who are uh, uh, sick. And, you know, sometimes we got to understand that your assignment may not always be to those of the household of faith. So that's going to mean you're going to have to learn how to respect and to love everyone. And when you present the gospel to them, they may not receive it on the first time. So what do you do? You get mad. I mean, I hear people post things on social media. You need to repent. You need to get saved. You know what? My, my thing is, my stance on that, the people who are shouting it out, they need to repent. <laughs> they need to stay at the altar because they're not exemplifying the love of Christ. That is not the way you win souls. It is through love and kindness that we're drawn in. And so we have to learn to, to, to build up ourselves in the word of God and push away from the table and fast and consecrate ourselves and study who we are serving so we can have that heart and the mind of Christ. It's important, especially in these last days, saints of God. We're losing folks like crazy. Well, I'm talking about we losing our witness. We're thinking that we're doing the right thing only to be doing the wrong thing because we have a self-righteous mindset. Listen, that is not of God. Pride is not of God. It is of the devil. It is fleshly. Listen, so if we're going to be effective in our ministry and effective in our walk, it's going to require us to humble ourselves and to love unconditionally. And I'm talking about the first element of the fruit of the spirit is love. We need to work on that. Thanks to God. We need to love. Love is kind. First Corinthians 13 Verses four through nine give us a whole list and a, a clear def definition of what love is. It's kind. It's not brawling. It doesn't seek itself. It seeks the good in all people. It is, you know, it's giving. You know, we have got to get to that point where we loving people. And if they don't do what we say for them to do, we still love them. We still love them. Because, listen, if we don't do, because the truth be told, we don't do everything that the Lord tells us to do. We don't follow this word of God 100%. And he still loves us. <laughs> so I want us to be left with this. As we're talking about the fruit of the spirit, I'm going to come back next week and just touch on the next one, which is peace and perhaps patience. Is show some little love, give a little love every now and then. Don't just be, you know, talking the love languages around people that are believers, but learn to talk the love language around non believers. You know, I used to go out to and, um, you know, to stores and you know, I see certain people and I would just greet them and, and compliment them, and I still do it. I still do it, even some of the so called gangbangers. I'll greet them. I'm not afraid of them. And listen, I always say something to compliment them, even when they may have a met, what you call a mean mug on their face before the end of the conversation, they're smiling. 
because they know that somebody genuinely cared for them. I'm not sneering up my nose. I'm not getting to the other side of the, the street. I'm not acting like I'm afraid of them. I'm not m- making them feel like I'm better than them. Listen, I am Mama Maria. And young man, pull those pants up. You know, why you got your face looking like that? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. You know, show people love. Show them love. That's what it's all about. If you're going to say that we are believers and that we are Christians, Christ in us, we have got to learn to love. Listen, I talked about this and I'm about to pray us out. If any one of the elements of the fruit of the spirit is, is not ripened or matured, there's a whole deficit in the fruit of the spirit. If one of the components, if we're lacking in love, peace, patience, it has not matured. So I admonish you today, my brothers and sisters, as we go before prayer, ask God to help you in those areas so you can be matured and that you can be a vessel that God can use in this end time season. Father, bless your sons and daughters. Lord, I pray that you will help us to walk in a way that pleases you. Help us to manifest the fruit of the spirit, all nine elements. And help us, Lord, to be loving and kind to one another and all people at all times. It is in Jesus' name I pray this prayer. Thank God. Amen and amen. God bless you, saints of God. Until next week, wage this war and win. Shalom.